Well, bitch, <laughs> I'm back. I'm still black. It's your girl, Fluid Flower, back with another episode. Girl, we're just going to get right into the mess. I have a few announcements um, before we actually get into the mess. Um, I'm just announcing that I have a few personal goals that I want to achieve. So you are going to see an update from me in terms of how often I release episodes. Um, essentially I'm going to move because we're in like the last quarter of the year. I really want to focus on myself, but I still want to be able to give you guys content. So I'm pretty much just going to move to a format to where I will be releasing episodes every other week. Um, I do have some pre-recorded stuff that I can like, you know, give to you guys on a weekly basis if I feel like I, you know, can spare the time to release it. But as far as like giving you like fresh episodes and like updated content, just know that those are probably going to be coming out every other week. Um, because I just need to work on myself. I need to do some certifications. I want to look for other higher paying jobs and I want to make sure that I create a life for myself where, you know, money is not, you know, the first thing that I'm always worried and thinking about. And so I've got to put in the time. I've got to put in the effort. You know, your girl started doing some morning and nighttime affirmations. I'm trying to get off certain medications, you know, so that I can just sort of live a more full life. And yeah, I, I just, just wanted to say that on here, um, before, anybody else uh you know notice that I kind of fell off the earth but my goal is to not fall off my goal is to just you know not put too much on my plate so that I can focus on the things that I need to focus on great now that we got that out the way girl um in this week's <laughs> in this week's topics um, we're going to go into a lot of things, but before we go into today's show, I want to quickly bring up a new segment called bitch. What the fuck? And then in this segment, I just want to talk about a few things that I've talked about on the show, but you know, as we engage with social media, sometimes, you know, new things pop up. It has come to my attention that a woman named coach stormy apparently is a life coach who tells people that they are low vibrational hood rats <laughs> because of the barbecue hot dog and hamburgers on their plate. Now I'm not going to get too much into this woman's personal life. I've been liking all of the, you know, TikToks and and Instagram and Twitter posts about her because people are like just like bringing you know stuff out of the woodwork and letting people know like oh like she's low-key always been a scammer but I really want to talk to the people who follow these quote-unquote life coaches with no credentials no background they don't have a degree in psychology they're not licensed therapists they're not social workers they don't have a PhD in anything these people are not licensed to care for you mentally. And I, I've said this before, if you want to go back and listen to that other episode about spirituals and, you know, people who sell shea butter and Irish sea moss to tell you that you need to change your life because Dr. CB said there's 92 minerals in the sea moss and the body is composed of 102 minerals. It's all fucking bullshit. This woman is charging apparently at this, you know, retreat that she had 
um, was charging people $10,000 for the retreat for her to sit there and essentially reinforce white supremacist narratives and standards into people. This is why I do not trust a lot of these, um, these life coaches and spiritualists and people, because a lot of what they call low vibrational is simply just people living in precarity. Oh, you eat hot dogs and noodles. That's low vibrational. Oh, you don't have a fresh juice every fucking day. Oh, you're low vibrational. I can't talk to you. See, I have a queen plate. You see, cause this is the thing. People are doing what the fuck they need to do to survive. And the fact that you still have people who are still very adamant on sitting up here telling you that you ain't shit because you can only afford hot dogs and noodle water, but they will sit here and, and look at you and be like, but if you want, you know, the game, you know, pay me $10,000 and I'll give you the game, bitch. That is the game. They're paying you $10,000 that they don't fucking have. In most cases, I don't know about those specific women in that video. But you're paying people money that you don't fucking have to attain things that you will most likely never have because you are living in precarity. You are impoverished and you you are working class. And so you won't have these things. You won't have these luxuries more than likely. You will more than likely die in poverty. We're listening to these crypto bros and these fake ass Iyanla Van Zant, who I don't support anyway, because she is her own level. Her and Oprah are their own level of toxicities any motherfucking way. But we sit up here and we take advice from them like they're just doing so much better than us when really they were just dealt a lucky hand or they were they're just scamming and they never got caught. I really want people to just sort of open up their eyes and be like, if anybody gives you advice that isolates you and doesn't allow you to build community, that person is most likely a fucking scammer and you don't need to be giving them any fucking money. How many times are we going to keep talking about low vibrational and low frequency and, uh, you know, your body is a temple. This is just recycled talking points that people have been talking forever. And you know, what's crazy when I was a vegan and I say this all the time, I repeat myself all the time. When I was going through my vegan journey, I was literally listening to the same old, same old bullshit. But now that I know better, I can kind of not kind of, I do clock when people say this stupid ass shit, because I'm just like, how is it that everybody is still getting their same information from the same fucking infographics? How is it that everybody is still listening to the same fucking old wives tales and myths that have been debunked by science? Bitch, I was just in a grocery store right now with my mama. And I am a person who believes if I have something, I can help somebody. So I'm using um, my mother, I'm gifting her like $50 worth of um, over-the-counter medication with my FSA. And so I'm getting, you know, uh, Icy Hot and Zyrtec and allergy medicines and cold medicines and things like that. So I put my shit on the uh, thing because I'm getting ready to buy this stuff. And the counter, the, the cashier chick, she was being sweet, making conversation, but she was like, oh, you know what I do whenever I'm feeling ill? I'm not feeling ill, number one, bitch. Mind your white ass business and don't mind my black ass business. But she goes, yeah, you know what I do when I'm feeling ill? I just take a cup full of apple cider vinegar and I just like, it just helps with the sinuses and just, no, it doesn't. You disidiot. It does not. And even if there's a relationship between the sinus and apple cider vinegar, don't you think more people will be taking it? Don't you think your doctor will prescribe you apple cider vinegar instead of sinus whatever medicine? Come on now. 
And so then it's annoying because I have to sit there and listen to rehashed, re-uploaded information that I already fucking debunked and I already went through my stage of thinking I was a naturalista and a homeopath when really I was just talking like a psychopath. I don't want to hear about you sticking dragon fruit up your ass because you think the dragon fruit seeds can cure cancer. I'm not trying to hear that shit. I already fucking know. But the issue is that there are so many people who don't know. And there's such a mistrust in our medical system in in our all of our systems, really, because of the precarious situations that people live in due to the superstructure of capitalism. It don't have shit to do with low vibrational and frequencies and all these fucking energies that you shit are talking about. Niggas is just poor because of fucking capitalism. That's it. So you, there's no need to tell me about apple cider vinegar. There's no need to look over at somebody's plate and be like, oh, that's a low vibrational plate. You're a hood rat. You don't have to do all of that shit. If you actually truly wanted to help people, you would be giving them resources, not making them buy classes on how to be a woman and how to be a divine woman. Shut the fuck up. If you really wanted to help somebody, you would make sure that they had housing. You would make sure that they had clothing, that they could meet their rent, that they could do these things, that we would be building coalition and organizing within each other to make sure that we had our basic needs met. But nah, y'all sitting over here paying for people's flights to Dubai and people trying to teach you to become a landlord and doing all this fucking capitalistic virtue fucking signaling and thinking that's going to better your life when really all you're doing is literally paying for somebody else's lifestyle. Also, another thing, I hate the fact that these life coaches are really geared toward black women. And it's like, instead of talking about the system that harms black women you know, like medical professionals not listening to black women, medical professionals, you know, not diagnosing or underdiagnosing black women, not giving us the treatment that we need. They will literally sit here and preach to you how it's your fault. Who does that sound like? It sounds a lot like capitalism because they'll sit up there. System of capitalism will sit up there and tell you, oh, it's you. You're, you're the reason why you're poor. You need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and stop complaining. When really it's the capitalistic governments who have stolen resources from different countries who have made coups to take over resources, who have deposed and murdered entire leaders and taken away resources from people. And they will sit up here and say, oh, well, it's your fault that you, that you, that you can't find success. Well, it's your fault that your family starved. No, it's not. You literally <laughs> have starved people out with sanctions and bombing and, and literally jacking up the price of housing. And then you'll sit up here and people will feel like it's their fault. And it's not. It's literally the system that we're around. So now you got these fucking life coaches and spiritual gurus and shit who will sit up here and do the same thing. Oh, it's your fault that you're a broke, low vibrational bitch. Look at you. Look at how you're dressed. Look at how you eat. And they'll, here comes the fat phobia. Here comes the poor shaming. Here comes the body shaming. Here comes everything that we sit up here and we talk about. And it's like, it's not their fault. But they will sit up here and reiterate that same right wing, conservative, Christian ass bullshit and sit up here and say that it's your fault. I'm tired. But anyway, that concludes the segment, <laughs> excuse me, that concludes the segment of bitch, what the fuck, <laughs> but sort of kind of leaning into what today's episode is about. Today, we're talking about gender roles. Um, and it all kind of like blends together in a sense where you have these people, these life coaches who are essentially affirming 
nonsense into people affirming right white supremacy but they're, what they're also doing is affirming gender roles born out of white supremacy right and so I, I am I'm currently on a social media break because I'm so tired of every 10 seconds ladies what 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 is something uh that a man must do in order for you to talk to him fellas what does a woman have to bring to the, the will you people shut up uh-uh you're always talking every week every week you're talking about you're talking about oh my my man my man my man my man oh my nigga my nigga my nigga my nigga uh-uh it's too much oh niggas ain't shit oh bitches ain't shit la 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 okay we get it. Y'all hate each other. The the dating pool has pee in it. You're fucking angry and you're fucking mad. But let me tell you why you're fucking angry and you're fucking mad. Because a lot of y'all are holding yourselves to these gender norms and gender roles that are essentially help you to affirm who you are inside of this identity of this gender. What does that mean? So you've got niggas who behave in a certain way because they think that's what affirms their masculinity. So that means being devoid of emotion. That means trying to fuck on the first link. That means not respecting you as a human being because in the, in the performance of masculinity, gender roles, masculinity says that you should be misogynistic in order to be seen as a man or to get respect from other men. So you do all of these disgusting misogynistic things because you think, oh, I'm I'm a man. You know, I'm saying, you know, you know, man eat steak pork. <laughs> yeah, have y'all seen that fucking skit? I absolutely love it. that cartoon skit. Was the two podcasters where they invited the guy and he's like, man eat steak pork. You know, woman eat salad. That's the idea. And that's really what y'all sound like. You're performing this for who? Who is going to give you an award at the end of the day to be like, well done. Okay, like, you're mine. Okay, okay, like, like, there's no male award to, to, to sit up here and be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're the manliest man. Like, why are y'all performing that shit? Like, who are you doing that shit for? And maybe it works. Maybe it works on some people, but bitch, the shit ain't working on me. And it ain't working on the other millions of women who literally just want to be treated with respect. And I will also say mm, now, and I tread lightly when I say this, because I understand the historical nature of women not having their own money, you know, and our mothers and foremothers and grandmothers been telling us like, at least you can do if you fool with a man who is like kind of ridiculous. The least he can do is pay for all the shit because of all the things that you go through. So I know a lot of people saw it and I'm reading that thread of like, you know, fellas, what's the most ridiculous thing a woman has asked you when y'all just, you know, barely met. And most of the comments that the guys were retweeting were about, you know, women asking them within the first hour of them meeting, oh, I'm $2,000 short of my rent. Bitch, what? <laughs> You're $2,000 short on your whomst, on your wust. You're fucking kidding me. Now, I don't know, right? I have shame <laughs> and I'm working through a lot of shame. I can understand, right? Either man or woman, right? Fuck the gender. You've been friends for a long time or you've been in a relationship for a long time and 
you have built that rapport and that trust where you can help somebody out with money. I don't mind that. It's the, the transactional way of thinking as seeing this man as an ATM. And I know so many people are going to disagree with me, but honestly, I'm sorry, babes, take that shit up with your trauma. I have too much pride to ask a nigga that I don't fucking know to help me on my fucking rent. I will ask my family. I will make a OnlyFans. I just, I can't do that. Like, I just, I'm sorry. That's just me personally. And so I'm looking at this thread and I'm comparing the threads because there was another one about ladies. What's the wildest man, the wildest thing that the man has ever asked you. And most of the replies were just men being really disgusting and like asking for sex on the first link and sending unsolicited dick pics. And to the, also to the extent of men being so entitled in their patriarchy, also like thinking that, trigger warning uh mention of the r word men thinking that saying oh my god girl you look so good that i would rape you what the fuck is that that's a whole nother conversation for another day that deals with patriarchy masculinity and rape culture but it's the fact that like y'all really think you're entitled to sex just because you paid for money also ladies you think you're entitled to someone's money when we're all out here living underneath the crushing bone foot of capitalism no like I really need y'all to understand this is what I mean when I say that y'all are performing gender like he's a man he got it he got it but he fucking doesn't because literally the majority of us are living in poverty so why would you expect somebody else in poverty who barely has their shit together to be paying your rent when you don't have shit together? And I know this shit is hard to hear because you know me, I'm all women. I'm for the girls, the gays, the thems, the days, the femmes, every motherfucking body. But if I'm to sit up here and say that I'm anti-capitalist, I cannot engage or, or seriously have a serious politic if I don't if I don't examine the way in which that we see men and only put their performance as providers as the only way that they can be functional in this society, everybody doesn't have to be a fucking provider. Everybody is trying to provide for themselves. So why would I sit up here and put that onus on another person to pay my rent when I can't even do that for myself? Do y'all see what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm still trying to formulate the thought. I'm still trying to, to, to understand what gender roles are in its full capacity and how we perform gender. But from the little that I do know, I know that this gender performance is literally killing us. And so now you have people, instead of examining the superstructure, you're examining the reactionary behavior of people who are living under the superstructure. So you've got people, oh, yeah, like this is what's wrong with the black community because you know, all these unmarried single mothers and okay, what, what, how has that ever been <laughs> the fact the the thing that's wrong with the black community? Not the fact that black people were brought here in change and also enslaved in the continent and enslaved all over the fucking, uh, Latin American and Caribbean. Not the fact that you have, you've been priced out of homes, pushed out of neighborhoods, Jim Crow, convict leasing, mass incarceration, not all of that. Unmarried single mothers have single-handedly corrupted the black community. Do you understand how wild that fucking is? And so again, in order for people, they're performing gender to put to place blame and onus on the woman instead of looking at all of the things as to why black people and, and also, you know, brown people um, are suffering. 
We don't look at the idea or the object of suffering. We just literally have these reactionary takes that mimic the, the, the Christian right and think that, oh, once we put a man in charge that everything is okay. And it's not. And that, cause you, you're still listening to that idea. Oh, a man is a provider. Well, what happens when the man isn't a provider? Now, all of a sudden the woman is emasculating him and it's her fault. He's depressed because she makes too much money. No, why can't you just be together with the person that you love and you make it work? Whether she makes more money than you or not. What, what, what is the plan that you have to make sure that you have a happy, functional and peaceful life? But y'all don't think about that. Y'all steady come on the podcast and y'all steady be on these motherfucking YouTube videos talking about I'm the provider. She needs to stay at home and work and she needs to raise the kid the whole time. You don't have a relationship with your kids, whether they're real or hypothetical, because most of these conversations always working in the hypothetical. You don't have a relationship with your real or your fake children because you think being emotionally available is not something that you need to do because again you're performing in gender of being the provider you're going to work then when you're 50 and you're on your early deathbed and your kids don't want to be around you because they don't fucking know you now all of a sudden oh everybody left me to die they left me to die well you wanted to work you wanted to be the man of the household and so there you are and that's what you got and now you don't have a relationship with your kids you you've been divorced how many umpteen times but nobody will blame you because you're the man and you're the, you're, you're the one who had to provide, you're the one who had to do this. And so I just want us to get to a, to a place where we examine how we perform gender and literally stop performing gender. You do what you need to do to make sure that you live to see another day. You don't have to be anybody's divine feminine or divine masculine. You don't have to be anybody's fucking alpha male. You don't have to be anything other than who you are, which is a gift from God. I'm so serious. You don't, you don't have to be what this world tells us to be. You can literally be anything you want to be. And I want us to push past and have an imagination that works outside of the gender binary. I'm not telling everybody to now start calling themselves they, them, because I know I start saying gender binary, cis heteronormative motherfuckers tune out and be like, oh, fuck that shit. I'm not doing all that shit. That's white shit. But I do want us to push past with an imagination of like what is considered masculine and what is considered feminine. And at the end of the day, do what works for you. If, if you like doing whatever it is that you're doing, so long as it does not harm people, then do that. But when you start adding in the pressure of I'm a man, so I need to do this. I'm a woman, so I shouldn't be doing this. You are not receiving the full experience that life has to offer because you're so busy performing in gender. And you don't fucking have to. At the end of the day, all that shit is a fucking distraction because it keeps you, right? Because now we're seeing these same topics being recycled and rehashed that have been talked about for the last five to six decades. And people sitting up here um, talking about, oh, you know, emasculation vis-a-vis uh, -vis, um, or in context, people saying men are emasculated because in a relationship, a woman makes too much money when literally I, if I'm not mistaken, the definition of emasculation is like the removal of your penis. 
and black men were actually emasculated in slavery in during Jim Crow times. So I don't think that's something that should be compared to actual emasculation when we're talking about salary. So even the, even in that, we need to choose our words very carefully. But all of that to say, like, all of these things are distraction. We're in these gender wars. We're rehashing things that, that have been talked about decades past. And what it does is prevents you from building coalition because now you hate all men. Now bitches ain't shit. Now niggas ain't shit. And so now the same niggas that are in your neighborhood, you don't want to build coalition with them because now it's assumption. Now it's, uh, you know, talking down shit. We're not even talking about, you know, how precarity sets us up to be harmed. We're just sitting here talking about, oh, if I take her out on a date, she not going to let me smash. Oh, if he take me out on a date, he not going to pay for the food. Are you fucking kidding me? They are rounding up black people like fucking hot dogs and locking us up. And this is what we're arguing about. Come on, bro. Come on. You got to see it. I think I seen the tweet that said they really believe that all these like gender wars podcasts are like essentially psyops from the fucking CIA to continue to divide us as people. And it's just like, we don't have to listen to this bullshit. I kind of feel alone in it in terms of when I talk about how women perform gender. I had a friend text me last year and we were having a conversation and she was like, oh, like, what would you do if a guy asked you to go half on a date? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like, what would you do? Like, would you like pay? And I'm just like, girl, I don't give a shit about any of this. If I know I don't make a lot of money and someone invites me out on a date and as a, you know, maybe by custom people are like, the guy's like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll like pay for the date. But like, if he too doesn't make a lot of money and he says, hey, I want to take you out, but I want to know if we can go half. I personally, me and my household, I wouldn't mind that. Now, I can firmly say I do not believe in subscribing to those gender roles or, you know, like, or performing gender in terms of let the man pay, let the man pay. Because what happens when those two people who don't really have a lot of money get married and now you're combining budgets and you're combining incomes and you're combining like literally like households for like tax purposes. And so when y'all go out, you know how much money he make, you know how much money she make and y'all go out. And so now it's like, if he don't pull out the the card to look like he pays, motherfuckers going to be judging him. But whole time he using her card in the first place. <laughs> and so like, my thing is just like, like people will, people will do the absolute fucking most to continue to perform gender. When really for me and my household, I could be like, yeah, like this one will be on you. The next one will be on me because I know that we're both struggling under capitalism. You know what I mean? So, and maybe you don't know what I mean. Some people are firmly strictly like, no, that motherfucker, he's a man, he got to pay. But I also feel like to me, I just don't, it, it doesn't fucking matter to me. Like I was going to go out and spend the money regardless we can go half if you want to. It's not that fucking serious. Um, but yeah, I, 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 that's why I said I feel alone on this. Cause I'll say that in like a room full of women, they'd be like, Oh bitch, you tripping. I'm not doing all this and I'm not doing all that. And la 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 la. The man got to do. Okay. That's great. And, and then when they hit you back and, and, and mind you, I don't believe that these things are equivalents, right? A man pays. And so therefore you put out because that is a disgusting like standard to even think about or to agree to. And so, and what I'm saying is essentially you keep performing in those gender roles. 
He's going to continue to take on more of this like provider thing. And then he's going to feel, oh, I need to be compensated for all the provisions that I'm making. He now wants to be compensated with pussy because he's been giving or, or making all of these provisions for you. And my whole point is that when we perform in gender roles, people will meet us where they are. So you sitting up here saying he got to do this and do that and he got to be a provider. Okay, that's fine. And when he want to step out because he feel like, oh, I'm the king in this shit. Oh, I'm the, I'm the motherfucking this shit. I should be entitled to a side chick. I should be entitled to a harem. Listen, he's performing his gender role because he's meeting you where you are. And like I said, I don't believe that shit is equivalent, right? Because there's so many layers to unwrap in terms of gender roles and patriarchy and, uh, you know, rape culture and a whole bunch of other different things. But what I'm saying is if we keep with the gender roles, people are just going to meet us with the gender roles that they were also indoctrinated to. Cause it, that's, that's how it is. It's this for that. And here you, Oh, oh I don't want, I don't do that. I'm not, but okay. Well they move on to the next. Now you sad and heartbroken because again, you performing gender roles instead of just being true to who you are and getting to know that person. I've said too much. Everything I want to say <laughs> I need to be so much better about doing my show notes because I have, I'm so much, like I say this all the time. I'm, I'm a more, I'm a more, I'm a better writer. I'm a better writer. God damn it. I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. And I have way more thoughts on this. And when I say show notes, literally like going to my website and like looking at the blog post that go coincides with each episode and like really just like getting into the very, the very essence of what it is that I'm talking about. But my point being is that y'all stop the bullshit, stop with the gender wars, stop with the nonsense, because literally black people are still being violently and systemically killed by the state. And this gender war shit is not fucking helping us. And even when I'm talking about gender wars, that includes the war on masculine presenting women and femme presenting um men and even those who are mask or femme who are non uh binary uh, or or don't don't conform to any gender and 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 when they don't perform gender in white supremacy in the or they're not performing gender in the gender binary they are now met with violence because well why aren't you doing this and why don't you do that why are you switching your hips for a man and why are you dress like a boy and la 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 Look, all I'm saying is, it's too much violence going on that we get with the state. Our people globally are literally being killed by imperialism and people are still having conversations about who should pay and pick up the tab at dinner. All I'm saying is this shit is distracting and there is a bigger war to fight at hand. And so, yes, that means all black people, regardless of our gender, need to get together. But it's harder to get together when we have homophobia, fat phobia, and all the other isms and phobias in, in, within our community. And we're too busy fighting each other because somebody didn't want to pick up the Starbucks tab on the first date. Or somebody thought that they were owed sex simply because you're a man. Or you're sending me unsolicited dick pics. So now I can't even be safe or trust around you like be fucking for real keep your dick in your fucking pants I didn't ask for it (sighs) I have a headache (laughs) I I'm I'm gonna stop here please keep in mind 
Um, I will be moving the show to every other week. Um, hopefully that means the episodes will be a bit longer, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope that I didn't step on too many toes and I hope that people are just able to hear what I have to say. I'm probably going to do my best to try and write show notes for this specific episode. I want people to engage in the understanding of what I mean when we perform in gender and how that causes violence to us. And how that can separate us when really we need to be building coalition and be in community with one another and making sure that everybody has the resources that they need. So it takes time. Organizing is not easy. You know, I'm not an organizer, but even just unlearning these things um, on a personal level is not easy either because you are having to confront yourself with the internal politics that you've had for so long. But I always ask myself this question. Is this politic that I'm carrying, is it going to free black people? And if it's not, then I do away with the politic. You guys have been great. I'll be back with another episode very soon. As always, be easy. Be easy.